1: American Radio's Daily Defense.
0: Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it.
1: Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios, on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark, Mark Walters. Walters,
0: sir. Walters. we have enemies of freedom, ladies and gentlemen? Yes, we have lots and lots of enemies of freedom. It's why we're here every single day. Mark Walters at AAR Ranch. Coming to you from the Sig Sour Studios. Daniel Defense Powerful and Platinum microphone is lit up for you. I will be filling your prescription for freedom for the next couple hours here on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. All of it being brought to you by the great X Insurance. X Insurance. Let's go right to my first guest, Paul Markle, student of the gun. Paul, we're jumping in with you, buddy. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm
1: fantastic.
0: Getting better every day, right? So let's talk about some plans here. During the break, we were talking at the top of the hour before the show went live. You've got quite the schedule coming up. I want listeners to hear this because you're, how many of your training classes are full?
1: Well, uh, we uh, we decided to offer a training class at the Pro Gun Club in Boulder City, Nevada, which, if you guys know, the geography is just just outside of the city, just south of the city. And uh, so when when the SHOT Show closes... It closes on Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday we're going to be doing our pistol class. And uh, it looks like as of now it's sold out. So uh, that's a fantastic thing. Happy to hear that. Happy to see that. But we've got other stuff coming up in the year. We're going to be on the road in March. We'll be in Tennessee, uh, and we'll be in Texas, in East Texas in March, uh, and in Tennessee in March as well, kind uh, of taking the show on the road. And then all summer long we're either going to be in Utah or Wyoming doing our rifle classes, our shotgun classes, our pistol classes. Uh, We're doing high elevation precision rifle uh, in Wyoming again this year. So we've got a full calendar. Uh, And then at SHOT Show, uh, we're going to, if if anybody out there is listening and you're in the industry and you're going to be there, uh, we're going to be doing book signings on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of the new book, How to Shoot Better Than a Navy SEAL.
0: You don't have any books. Hmm. How, <laughs> I've lost count, ladies and gentlemen. How many books do you have, Paul? Let's let's keep this going. Let's let's do the uh, self-aggrandizing stuff.
1: Um, you know, more than one, less than a hundred. It's it's in the you know in my lifetime. It's in the 40s or 50s. Uh, let's do know, the Fox I, News I started... things
0: and push our books. We want to do the Fox News thing and push our books for an hour. <laughs> 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 I couldn't help it. I had to take that swipe. I had to take that swipe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they seem to want to do that, but no, you—you've got. I, I mean, I truly have lost count. What? What? Fifteen, twenty, something. I, I mean, I, I literally have lost count.
1: Well, it's—it's—it's it's, it's well over. It's over forty that I've written.
0: <laughs> See, I said uh, fifteen or twenty. That's—I I made it halfway. Yeah.
1: But I've been well. I've been writing. I published my first book in '94.
0: Yeah, it's been a long time. So. Tell me about this class in Holy Tennessee. it's 30 years. <laughs> yeah, that's 30 years, a reminder. But tell me about the class coming up in Tennessee. Whereabouts in Tennessee is it going to be in March? I might want like uh, to take that course.
1: We're, we're being hosted by uh, our friends at Tactical Response. Okay. So uh, if you guys know Tactical Response, if you don't, you should. But uh, uh, yeah, Tactical Response, which is in Camden, Tennessee, which is uh, Camden, if you don't know the geography of Tennessee, I guess it's about 90 minutes to the west of Nashville. So if you know it's where Nashville about is
0: four yeah. and a half a half hours from me. So classes in Utah and Wyoming, you had to pick the two ugliest states in the nation, didn't you? Shut up. Ah, I'm just kidding with you. They're actually the two most beautiful states in the nation. As far as I'm concerned, they rank right up there. No question about it. Paul, earlier today, we have a lot to cover with you today. Earlier today, you sent me a Texas Tribune piece. Yeah. Uh, and this is something that's been near and dear to our hearts the Uvalde for a number of different reasons, mainly, and I'm going to throw this out there and I think you'll agree with me, but because of the response to Uvalde or dare I say, lack of right.
1: The debacle, it was a, it was a debacle. It was a, a goat rodeo. It was a shite show. It was terrible.
0: January 18th. This came out today, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, and it was updated just one hour ago. So this is recent stuff. The headline at Texas Tribune is titled Cascading Failures. Justice Department blasts law enforcement's botched response to Uvalde school shooting. Now coming you, let's just read the subhead. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland, he's a trustworthy guy, said is that had communist? responding officers yeah, had responding officers followed general procedures, some victims would have survived. So no does kidding. this take the onus off Oh, my gosh, because one of them says he's using a battle rifle. No, he wasn't using a battle rifle. He was using a civilian model AR-15. But, you know, why let the facts get in the which way? Let's the, just call it a battle all rifle. Right.
1: Which all the cops have. Right, exactly. You know, that didn't use. It, yeah, they, the one, all the ones who were standing around waiting for armor and shields and armor, that whole thing, you know, it, it made me nauseous from the word go. And the more that came out, the more sickened I was by the blatant cowardice, the disgusting, blatant cowardice. And, you know, when you have a situation where you've got a criminal lunatic with a gun, doesn't matter what kind of gun it is, and you have so-called law enforcement, you know, we might want to remind your off your audience that I wore the badge for 20 years. Okay. I've been there, got, you know, did that. I've got the t-shirt so I know of which I speak. And the idea that they would stand around, stand around while children were being slaughtered. The, the lunatic, the monster, could have had a 20-gauge single-shot shotgun in a pocket full of shells and just, I mean, holy cow, while they're just standing around. What was the time frame? 57 minutes or something yeah. like that? Yeah,
0: 57 minutes. I mean, minutes. That,
1: that, the the monster could have just like single loaded and walked around. The the it's just it was it was criminal incompetence.
0: All right, let, well and let's let's wanna, let's yeah, let's usually, let me go back to right now. No, you don't have to unload everything, but l- let's go here because we're 20 months out now from Uvalde. And I, I will quote, eh, as much as I don't like doing this, let me quote Attorney General Merrick Garland. Had law enforcement agencies followed generally accepted practices in an active shooter situation and gone right after the shooter to stop him, lives would have been saved and people would have survived. Now, we know that to be the case. We've discussed it here almost ad nauseum. However, now that we're 20 months out and this this article is out and Merrick Garland is saying these things, let's, let's take a look at over the next couple minutes and possibly into the next segment. From someone who wore the badge, and as you said, you've got the T-shirt. I'm going to guess, hopefully, you got the watch along with it, because 20 years is retirement. <laughs> maybe you did, maybe you didn't. But where I'm going with this is, why? Now 20 months out, it took, first of all, why did it take the DOJ 20 months? And
1: I could have written two, that paper the, day, the next day.
0: Oh, sure. I didn't spend I 20, 20 years in law before, enforcement. I could have written that paper. Well, let's go here. The response, as, a, as an a, as an active duty law enforcement for 20 years, if that was you on the ground at that school with, you know, I don't know how many cops are, I think several hundred were there at one point doing nothing, what would be going through their minds? Why? And remember, they live in this community. Some of them have kids. Why?
1: Whew, man, how yeah. do you impact that? I don't know. Yeah.
0: but But You're I'm okay. asking.
1: And the people say, well, what would you have done? Like, well, I would have either killed the monster or I would have died trying to kill the monster, and that's the end of that story. The idea that people in uniform would stand around, it's beyond reprehensible. I mean, it's it's criminal incompetence. And I, I went on record as soon as this happened, and I'll go on record again today. Every single person in uniform that was present and did nothing needs to be brought up on charges. They need to, and they never should be allowed to wear a badge or they, again in their lives. Uh, they need to be charged with dereliction, you know, in you know whatever, um, whatever Texas has on the books, whatever they call their laws. But that is complete and total dereliction. And the I and they they won't though. And, and the sad thing is, you and I know that their attorneys. Well, when at the end of the day, if they if if they have the 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 cojones, can we say that on library? If they if they had the huevos or the cojones to actually go after these cowards in uniform, what they would do, what their scumbag attorneys would do is they would they would go to the Supreme Court and say, oh, well, here's a ruling that says um, they actually can be held harmless. Because Mm. they don't have Uh. to.
0: All right, I, when we come back, I want to make another observation to you, Paul, and, and get your thought on it. We're getting ready to take our first break, ladies and gentlemen. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense will continue on the flip side of this break in about four minutes. We're talking with Paul Markle, student of the gun. You can visit his site at SOTGU.com, student of the gun university, SOTGU.com, and sign up for one of his classes that are already pre booked. It's not a mistake. Trust me. S-O-T-G-U dot com. We'll be back with Paul. Three more segments. Daniel Defense, firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Ah, Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, and precision. I am breaking the rules of radio in the studio. No food or drink allowed. Those signs are in every studio I've ever been in. And I just took a sip of a sugar-free Red Bull as we were returning. And the other rule is don't drink carbonated beverages while you're on air. Hopefully you won't find out why that's a rule. I don't think you will. Welcome back inside Georgia's AAR Ranch, Six Hour Studios. Mark Walters filling you a prescription for freedom. Daniel Defense, Mike Litup, X Insurance presenting it all. Please go out of your way to support all of our partners that make this show possible every single day and Sundays. April 26 marks our 15th anniversary on the nation's airwaves. That's incredible, ladies and gentlemen. 15 years. We couldn't do it without you. We couldn't do it without our fantastic affiliates, and we certainly wouldn't be here without our sponsors. So support them. If you enjoy the conversation about your right to keep and bear arms every single day, the truth that you don't get from the mainstream media, then support the partners that make it all possible to bring this to you every single day. Paul Markle, student of the gun. Welcome back in, my brother, from another mother. Oh, where do we leave off? All right. Well, here's a, here's an observation I have that I wanted to mention. And given this a little bit of thought, I don't recall asking this question or 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 even articulating this observation over the last 20 months. But as I went back and looked at some of the video that's available, the guys washing their hands, typing on cell phones, you can clearly hear murder happening in the background. And I don't see anybody jumping or saying or asking, who is in charge here? What are we doing? Why aren't we moving? I don't see that confusion. Why? It's you know there are. I mean, I'm probably answers. looking for an answer I can't get, but no, I no really I'm there discuss are it. not
1: the the people of the state of Texas and the city of Uvalde should be red faced, screaming, angry. I mean, every person from the mayor on down should have been flushed. I believe they got rid of the police chief um, or they allowed him to quit or resign or retire or something. But here's the deal. It, it, that's not enough. It's not enough just to let these people. And that's what happens to us as we the people Amer- at the American citizens. We have state officials, whether they're, you know, state, city, federal, whatever, that just screw us. That do horrible, despicable things to us as a citizenry, and then we allow them to retire. You know, or you, you, it's like Art Acevedo, that scumbag. Every time he screws up a city, there's another Democrat city waiting to give him a job. It's pathetic. And so, and these, and it's like these, they they have this this cabal where they cover each other. It's like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, it's like D.C. Somebody gets, you know, they get in trouble. Like, don't worry about it. You can be a consultant. Somebody will hire you to be a consultant. It's it's criminal, and we don't hold these people responsible. That you know, it get, it goes back down to, you know, when are we as a nation going to hold these people responsible? And I, well, I don't know what the that answer is. I, I but, don't
0: know that answer either. I, and I don't know that we'll ever get that answer. However, I liken it to. Let's go – we're talking on the macro level here. You're talking about Art Acevedo. This guy's a real beauty, isn't he? You're right. He ruins the city. Oh, a, and he, walks away, a you know, he walks away with a big pension. But that's the macro level. Let's take it down to the micro. Let's go to, for example, I've never understood the punishment when the kid gets in school suspension for two days. He's not punished. He's at that age, you know, 14 years old. He's happy he's got a couple of days off. Uh, Let's take it one step higher. While the investigation is ongoing, so-and-so is suspended with pay. That's a vacation. Being suspended with pay is a vacation. So we're not taking a step to hold somebody accountable. Look, if somebody said to me, hey, I'm suspending you from the radio for two days, but I'm going to pay you blank money.
1: (laughs) While you're not here. Yeah.
0: Right. So... Yeah, isn't that a sign that we're clearly not holding these people responsible? And twenty months later, how come the media? Where's the media on this?
1: Oh, well, pressuring the, the media? Well, they're once, on the gun companies. They, yeah, where once they realized that they they weren't really gaining any traction on the, you know, because you know, even the aside from a couple of useless tools, uh, most people are like, uh, how are you going to blame the gun when the cops were just standing around? They haven't been able to hide that. And so every time they bring up Uvalde, you know, the average person will be like, yeah, you mean when the police just stood around and allowed children to be slaughtered? Is that the one you're talking about? Well, uh, guns are bad. Uh, And if guns are... I I saw the uh, the latest thing where the Democrats are trying to push this uh, magazine thing. And how... How can you look into a camera and say there's there's no reason anyone would need a higher capacity magazine because it and the quote they used was just like increase the slaughter or something like that and I'm like all right, hold on a second every one of your minions is armed with these things that you say are terrible and evil shouldn't exist we have to you know so how do you justify your minions? owning these
0: things. Well, and, they're in uniform. Nobody, no, hold it, hold yeah, it, hold yeah. it. They're, they're in uniform, Paul. They're oh, allowed oh. to. Authority is allowed to. This is the, a prime example of, okay, for me, not for thee. And, you know, well, we've talked about that incessantly, but that appears to be,
1: and yet the media never addresses that issue. because they're criminals. No one on the, you know, none of the criminal media... Will we'll raise their hand and say, "Are you telling me that the life, the life of a poli- someone who works for the state, right? A government employee's life is more important and more valuable than a citizen's life?"
0: Yes, yes. That's 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 the elitism. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. It, like, that is well, exactly that we, is exactly why John, John Kerry we, can fly
0: yeah. a private jet to a climate conference to because he's John Kerry. You
1: Carey. and I need to take the bus. Correct. Yeah, you and I need to take the bus and drive electric cars, but he can burn fifty thousand you know pounds of jet fuel, cruising back and forth across the, the Atlantic. And I don't, I mean, when does when does America wake up to this elitism? But to get back down to the micro level of Uvalde, this is the perfect example of the. It puts the 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 lie or the 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 truth to the lie. That you don't need guns, and we have police, and we have a nine one one system, and it's the job of the police to protect you, and that's not your job. Blah blah blah. Anybody who says that to you not only is a, is a liar, but they're a tyrant, and they're attempting to to put you in a subservient class. They're going to put you in a subservient class where you're and that goes, I mean, Mark, that goes back to the whole zero tolerance nonsense that we've allowed to infect our schools for 20 years, where if a kid is being bullied and the kid fights back against the bully, punches the bully in the nose, the kid who is the victim of the bullying gets punished. He receives the same punishment as the bully.
0: All right, Paul, hold, hold on to that thought. Hold on to that thought. We're oh. getting ready to take a break. Yeah, I know. Uh, let's go back to the bully when we come back, because I taught my kids to hit. I'll explain that when we come back. But I want to go back to Merrick Garland's comments from Merrick Garland. And I'm going to kind of jump ahead, ladies and gentlemen, in what I tell you. And then I'm going to go up to the topic of criminal charges. And I'll let you know what it was Merrick Garland had to say about that. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense continues. Paul Markle right after this. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yes, welcome back to the show indeed. Armed American Radio's daily defense continues from AAR Ranch. Mark Walters sitting here filling your prescription for freedom in front of the Sig Sauer, well, in the Sig Sauer studios in front of the Daniel Defense powerful and platinum microphone. All of it's being brought to you by the great X insurance. Paul Markle, student of the gun. Welcome back, my brother. Bullies. Yeah, bullies. we're going to have to go to phones here because my computer is giving me problems and no mouse is active right now. So I want to go back to the uh, link that you sent me earlier today regarding this Uvalde story until I can get that running back up again. Um, Merrick Garland. Continued on about, and you now this is a 575 page
1: report, Paul.
0: <laughs> 575 uh, how many pages. pages. Do you
1: need to write the words blatant cowardice. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, here's the thing.
1: Criminal to incompetence. This.
0: When asked whether anybody in Uvalde law enforcement was going to face or would face criminal charges, he said, well,. You'd have to talk with the state about that and the local DAs. I wouldn't do that at the federal level. Now, pro- there's probably truth to that.
1: Oh yeah, so he's that right. Takes it a, should have been right. State.
0: But let's go now to the state. Was the state waiting for this report from DOJ to come out before they decide to criminally charge, or should they have taken the initiative and criminally charged? Period.
1: Well, I, I can tell you this, and I've been saying it for years. Texas needs a whole lot more Texas. They need more Texas. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Go Texas. back.
0: Say No, go, that, I like that. What, what do you mean by that? Explain that.
1: You know, I, I've been to Texas numerous times. I have a lot of friends who are Texans. And what I'm seeing coming out of that state right now, that's not Texas. It's other things. It might be California. It might be New York, you know, but it's not Texas. And the people of Texas need to let their reps, uh, let the people in Austin know in no uncertain terms that they're tired of this West Coast, East Coast liberalism horse crap and that they're not going to put up with it anymore. But that shouldn't, you know, and people people all the time, they thump their chest like, oh, things are different in Texas. Like, okay, nice story, bro. Uh, but that's not what we witnessed. That's not what the, the whole nation saw in Uvalde. We didn't see cowboys. We didn't, you know, we didn't see rangers. We saw a bunch of cowards in uniforms standing around while children were slaughtered. That's what we saw. And as soon as you realize, and I'm not saying that you're never going to have bad people in your agencies, but once you identify them, you need to deal with them immediately quick, fast, in a hurry and decisively they needed to be dealt with decisively, not wait two years until the American people were bored with hearing it. That's not justice. We're always, they're always chirping about justice, justice, justice for juicy justice, justice, justice. How how do you have justice when it's been going on two years and none of those criminal cowards have been put in jail?
0: Yeah, let me let me comment here from uh, Texas Tribune. I have this back up here and running. The Justice Department's long-anticipated 575-page report about the shooting found failures in a leadership decision-making, tactics, policy, and training, much of which mirrored findings revealed last month by the Tribune. Uh, ProPublica and PBS Frontline in an investigation that showed the children of Uvalde followed their training while many officers did not. It also found that states require far more training to prepare students and teachers for a mass shooting than they do for the police who are expected to protect them. Now, then I I, I go back, and that's when uh, I jumped ahead with Merrick Garland in the question about whether or not there should be criminal charges, saying he would leave that to the local DA because the Justice Department only has jurisdiction over federal crimes, and he's right about that. Right. yeah. a, A little bit beyond that, a woman who was mother of a 10-year-old killed. Kimberly Matarubio is the mother of 10-year-old Lexi, who was killed, said she hopes, quote, the failures end today and that local officials do what wasn't done that day, do right by the victims and survivors of Robb Elementary, including terminations, criminal prosecutions, and that our state and federal government enacts sensible gun laws. Paul, can you name me one sensible gun law? That would have stopped Uvalde one. Just give Uh, me one.
1: That's just nonsense. That's ridiculous. I would ask this 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 twit if um, she if she believes that murder is illegal. There's a law against murder in Texas, isn't there? Yeah, there is. And maybe we we call it maybe we make it
0: double secret probation illegal. I don't know.
1: Yeah, do we, do we need to uh, we need a Google search and find out whether or not murder is illegal in Texas? Murder is illegal, and yet it didn't stop a murderer. Well, you're just oversimplifying things. No, I'm not. I'm clearing out the clutter and the nonsense and, and the liberal horse crap that you people want to shovel at me. Murder is illegal, and we still have murderers. So what does that mean? means if you don't want to get murdered you need to have the capacity to stop yourself from getting murdered because the person who's going to murder you doesn't care about the law and they're like oh we need more gun control blah 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 blah. did gun control you mean like the gun control that funneled a thousand guns to the mexican drug cartels
0: well look you know this thing about uvaldi when Viewed from this standpoint, you have an officer whose wife was shot. He was there. You have officers who have children in the school. They were there. And they're blaming leadership, which clearly failed. There was no command and control. Clearly failed. And above and beyond all of that, I go back to what I asked you a couple segments ago. Why don't I see films of someone saying the hell with them? Let's go. My kids are in that hallway.
1: Yeah. You know, that's this, that, and there needs to be, you know, I would, I can't hope, wrap my head around it. I would hope that the state of Texas has investigated this enough to find out the you know, the, the criminality that, that was involved. And when it, A police officer who's witnessing a murder doesn't need to get on the radio and call his supervisor and say, yeah, I see someone getting murdered in the parking lot about 100 feet away from me. Uh, What do you want me to do? What what should I do? Should I wait? That's insane. Yeah,
0: I'm like you. I'm with you on this one. I I cannot wrap my head around this in any way, shape, or form. I just can't. Uh, let me go back to Garland again and to the woman who lost her, her child. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I never attack the parents who've lost their children, but when they make public comments and they enter this arena, we will respond. We will respond to them and we will hear. Garland, the report itself, the 575 pages, I've not read it. I have a copy. I've not read it yet. Don't know how much I'm going to get into it, though, but I will attempt to skim it. The report did not address gun control issues, Paul. But Garland did, and he's quoted, Our children deserve better than to grow up in a country where an 18-year-old has easy access to a weapon that belongs on the battlefield. Now, that was echoed by Rubio, the mother who lost her 10-year-old, who said this that the failures at rob elementary quote began the day an 18 year old was allowed to purchase an ar-15 mm-hmm. You want to address those we've got one well, minute you know, before the
1: break just you know that, that that's just that's just more liberal claptrap it, it, it's nonsensical and it doesn't it doesn't stand up against so all right cool Every 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 adult is no one's an adult till they're 21 cool they don't go into the military, they don't sign contracts, they don't get take out student loans, they can't get driver's licenses until they're 21. Are you happy with that? They can't get married.
0: Yeah, and they're can't not going to be happy with it. When we come back, I want to comment on 18- to 20-year-olds again because of another SAF victory. We'll tie these two together in our final segment with Paul Markle, sotg com. We'll be right back. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now back to the show. Ah, guys, here we go. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, six hour studios here at AAR Ranch in Georgia. Daniel Defense microphone powered up for you. X Insurance presenting it all. Alright, guys. Here's what I, I gotta go back to this 18 to 20 year old thing. Paul Markle, student of the gun. Welcome back. You'll note, she said, the problems in Uvalde started when an 18-year-old can walk into a gun shop and buy an AR-15. Now, let's assume, for the sake of this discussion, because remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is just, it's an the age thing, it's just an arbitrary number. You're an adult in America at 18, as Paul mentioned to, mentioned to you in the previous segment. You can do, I, I can throw my kid out of the house at 18, he can fend for himself. Daughter, same thing. 18 years old, out, if I wanted to do that. Now, I'm not a jerk, but I could if I wanted. Well, they could decide to leave on their own. They can start businesses, get married, enter contracts, file a bank. They can do it all because they are adults. They can't rent a car until they're 25. They can't drink until they're 21. When I was 18, the drinking age was 18. But then they changed it, Paul, to 21. They decided that I'm not responsible enough at 18, so they decided to change it to 21. Now, for the sake of this conversation, let's say it was 21 to buy an AR-15 or any rifle or any shotgun or any gun whatsoever. And it had been 21, like it's been 18 or was 18, but now it's 21 to drink. Let's say it's been 21 for the last 10 years. Would we hear the following statement? The problem in Uvalde started when a 21-year-old could walk into a gun shop and buy an AR-15, Paul.
1: How old was that uh, tranny lunatic in Tennessee? 23,
0: 24? Uh, something like that, yeah.
1: Yeah, 24. Might have even been a little 24. older. Yeah, I maybe mean, a little older. That didn't they They And, you, see, the thing is, you know, you and I were having... People say, oh, you guys are just talking, to you're preaching to the choir, you're, talk, you're, it's a, you're an echo chamber, you're not talking to the other people. The reason we can't talk to the other people is because they, they are incapable of having an intellectually honest conversation. You say, all right, if you really believe that a human, adult, a human being is not mat- mentally mature enough to do uh, own a gun or whatever, they're not an adult, they can't drink, can't own a gun, all right, cool, then they can't vote. No voting until 21, because if they're mentally immature and can't be trusted with decision making, then they shouldn't be voting. Somebody who's, who can't be trusted to make good decisions shouldn't be voting. And, you know, if you want to go to the left's favorite thing, this this psychotic, you know, they either they either want your kids to be so screwed up in the head that they don't know whether they were born a boy or a girl or they want your daughters in their abortion mills at age, oh, look across the country. Look, look at your blue states, your blue cities. They'll welcome a 14-year-old girl into an abortion clinic and say, it's okay, we don't have to tell your parents. What?
0: Hmm?
1: Yeah. Okay. On one hand, they believe that an 8-year-old can decide that it's no longer a boy, it's a girl. Okay. And we have to respect the child's wishes. We have to listen to the children. That's they 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 love saying things like we must listen to the children. Really? We're listening to a nine year old say, I'm not a boy, I'm a girl now. No, you're not. No, you're not. So that's why we can't have an intellectually honest conversation because they because they're incapable of that.
0: Well they're dishonest. Least, you cannot have an honest they're, conversation they're with a liar. You they're can't.
1: liars and bullies. But let's i know we're running short so let's sweep away let's take our hands and and you know sweep away all of the crap and once we sweep that away what we come to is uvaldi is absolute proof of what myself and many other small arms and tactics instructors have been saying for years and that is this only the people who are present the moment the attack begins will have any hope of creating a positive outcome or stopping the attack. That's it. End of story. Not the police, not the army, not the FBI, not the ATF, not anybody else. Only the people who are present when the attack begins will have any hope of stopping the slaughter. And that goes to teachers. You know, not SROs, because usually there's one and they have to take breaks or they get sick or they go for coffee or whatever. No. If we were really genuinely serious about stopping these these Democrat lunatics from using our schools as shooting galleries, if if we were serious about that, we would arm and train our teachers. But they won't, and they don't. Because at the end of the day, they don't want the solution. They want the problem. That is the only re- that is the only possible reason you can say, come up with that. They won't, they, oh, you can't because it's too hard. It's too difficult. It's this, it's that. It's the job of the police. We don't have enough money. Blah, 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 blah. It's because they want the problem. They don't want the solution. They want the problem. Because the problem gives them power. The problem gives them victim status, which, again, gives them power. Yeah. And that you power know, the
0: power gives them the control that they desire. You know, that I don't know control. of any other way. I don't know of any other way to say, you know, first responder. You are your own first responder. We've said it a million times on the show, ladies and gentlemen. I wish I had a dollar for every time we said it. I'd be retired. But it, all you have to do, I was watching, looking at some sports stuff the other day and um, you know, fights at NFL games. Yeah, are a bunch of, you know, whatever. But when if you're standing at a at a football stadium and you're wearing an opposing jersey and someone is drunk next to you and doesn't like the fact that you're wearing another team's jersey in their stadium and you get punched, guess what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen? You're going to have to either fight back right there or get pummeled. If the guy had a knife and he stabbed you, you'd be dead. If he had a gun and he shot you, you'd be dead or wounded, whatever the case may be. The point that I'm making is no one is coming to help you until it's too late. Security will show up five, eight, ten minutes later, Paul, after you've been beaten senseless or
1: chose to fight
0: back. Isn't that what we're talking about here?
1: The police are almost never, I mean, I was a cop and I was almost never, I mean, the, the, there when it happens, the police show up to figure out who's going to the morgue, who's going to the hospital and who's going to jail. That's what they do. That's their job. When they show up at a shooting or whatever, uh, they're, they're there to figure out who's going to the morgue, who's going to the hospital, who's going to the jail. The, uh, I, the we the the American taxpayers are built out of over one billion dollars by these law enforcement agencies that that bought all this stuff. They went out and they they spent a thousand dollars a piece on rifles and they bought helmets and armor and all this stuff. And what do they do with it? After your kids are slaughtered, they dress, they play dress up and stand around the corner.
0: Unbelievable stuff. Paul Markle, student of the gun. It's going to be a busy remainder of this week here at the ranch, ladies and gentlemen. Paul's going to be very busy traveling because he's making his way to the shooting, hunting, and outdoor trade show where I will be able to break some bread with Paul Markle, student of the gun. Looking forward to that, Paul. Looking forward to seeing you and just uh, getting close to saying just a matter of hours. SOTGU.com, ladies and gentlemen. Paul Markle, thanks for being here. The professor. We call you the professor for a reason. Make sure to visit S-O-T-G-U dot com for all things Paul Markle. Enjoy the next hour of Armed American Radio right after this break.